everyone. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about our venue consulting. We have broken up our offerings into four distinct needs, design, sales and client experience, marketing, and those all important SOPs. You can take advantage of one or all of these tricky spots for your venue. If you want to learn more and get a few more details, head on over to hustleandgather.com to see how we can work together and reach your venue goals. All right, let's get to today's show. What is something that you'd like to do more of or spend more time investing in throughout next year? What's something that you need more of for next year? Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to invest in my bed. Welcome, everyone, to Hustle & Gather, a podcast about inspiring the everyday entrepreneur to take the leap. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. And we are two sisters who love business. On this show, we talk about the ups and downs of the hustle and the reward at the end of the journey. And we know all the challenges that come with starting a business between operating our wedding venue, doing speaking and consulting, and starting our luxury wedding planning company, we wake up and hustle every day. And today, we're talking just the two of us, reflecting on 2021 and goal setting for 2022. This should be fun. Should be fun. Could be fun, should be fun, well, I, maybe I, fun. Well, I feel like with 2021 was, I I think it was just a shocker because I, I don't know, you had so much hope in it after 2020, like in the middle of 2020, you're like, you just get through 2020 and 2020 would be great. And I mean, there's been a lot of good stuff, but I feel yeah. like it's been equally as hard in different ways. Yeah, I think it has been definitely hard, but I, and I feel like it like definitely got to a slow start. So 20, like the first like three or four months of 2021 just felt like 2022.0. Mm-hmm. So this year has felt really short mm-hmm. to me Yeah, because it feels like you've really only had like eight months of what I would consider a new year. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, let's start off. Let's start um, off. We're going to start with a little bit of reflection over the last year. What was one of the best or most rewarding parts of your 2021? Well, sending the children back to school, <laughs> certainly one of the more rewarding parts of 2021. It's true. It's true. Uh, it was nice to get back to some normalcy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess a couple of things. Like, I feel like we've really hit our stride with the Bradford. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's really, like, come together us to be able to look at what was coming down the pipeline for 2021 and staff accordingly. Mm -hmm. I was really proud of us for making that decision because Mm -hmm. when we were in the middle of it, it made it so much easier. So I think weathering that, I mean, it's been good financially. Mm. So it feels like there's more possibilities. Right. So I mean, I I feel, I know Dana's joked about it most, most, multiple times this year that this is the first year she's felt well compensated for what she does. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. I I think it's been a good year. Mm Mm-hmm. For business. I think it's been a good year for our business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I echo, all, I agree with all those things. Uh, but I think, so the most rewarding parts of 2021, I think, is actually the unknown of the year and un- the unknown of what next year is going to be. And I know that sounds really weird. But, like, I feel like we've had all this opportunity come up all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been something here, something there. And all these ways you look at it, you're like, wow, our life could go in a completely different direction and I think that's been really neat to be able to start thinking again about getting out, to officially get out of the trenches, which we really tried to do in 20, or that was our goal for 2020, and then we had to be right back in it with everybody. But to really be able to see that we could get out yeah, and start really putting our energy and efforts into stuff we really want to do. Yeah. You know, like the podcast, you know, doing more training, more like big consulting things yeah. and more speaking and stuff like that. So I think that's been really neat. 
It's felt, it's felt very validating. I love that in general, though, about business. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've I have uh, succumbed to the unknowingness of what your future is going to look like when it comes to small business in general. Like, yeah. what's around the river bend kind of situation? I know, but I feel like I I feel like too like when opportunities came up before it to me like it wasn't. It wasn't passion-filled opportunities. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, this is a great opportunity, and I sh- I need to do this because of X, Y, Z. But this is more like, oh, I really – I'm walking into this, like, really grateful mm-hmm. and, like, excited about it. And not just because it's going to, like, push my planning company or it's going to make the Bradford better, but because it's going to make me better. Yeah. You know? And they're seeking you out because of who you are, not yeah. – I mean, it's just, it's just a different level that's, I think, really interesting to be in. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. So what is something that you've learned about yourself over the last year, like on reflection? This has been a hard, hard personal year, I feel like. I, I think I actually really do struggle a lot with like, I have known this about myself, but like, I don't think I've ever like said it out loud or like um, admitted it, I guess. But like, I really do struggle a lot with like bouts of like depression and like mm-hmm. really dark times and I've always been able to just push through it, and it's this is the first year I'm like, nope, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, I just can't. You feel things very intensely. Yeah, and they don't go away Yeah, easily. It's hard. It's it's just there's a there's so many things, and, and I feel like I love people so much yeah. that it's – I can't help it. I mean, on the same side, I also – like what I have leaned into and what I know more than I've ever known by myself is that I'm I'm really good at what I do. Like it's true. And I mean, this sounds really egotistical, but like I'm really good at what I do. Like yeah. And I think there's always been a time when I I don't know doubted that or uh, felt like that imposter syndrome. Yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I think you're good at what you do. I think you're a good leader, like you're a good motivator, and I think you are a good sharpener, and sometimes that's really painful, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that's what you are, mm-hmm. you know. What's something? something I've learned about myself over the yes. last year? Well, one of the things I've learned negatively about myself or, I don't know if it's negative or just actually, is like I have really no concept of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like literally, like Things that seemed forever ago could have been yesterday. Things mm-hmm. that were yesterday may have been forever ago. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the way things are ordered in my brain that is just not quite chronological. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that about myself, which is really odd, odd thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it also kind of allows my allows me to process things the way that I process things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it could be defense mechanism mm-hmm. that's just like so entrenched that mm-hmm. it's just there. You know, mm-hmm. so I've learned that about myself. I mean, I, I knew a lot about myself, like, coming into the year. I did a, a yoga retreat this year and kind of went through some of, uh, like, my past self and future self and, like, what what I know about myself, what I don't know about myself, and did some goal setting and some mm-hmm. kind of, like, mantra making. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really interesting that uh, there is still a lot about my childhood and Things that I was told or things that I believed about myself that translate into my adulthood that I didn't think was mm-hmm. hindering me as much as it was. Yeah. Goddamn childhood. I know. It's always a childhood. And, it's not, and not even like I had like a bad no. necessarily childhood, but it definitely right. had its own struggles. Which I, maybe everyone's childhood has it does. struggles. No, everyone. There is there is no perfect childhood. Yeah. 
But I think there's something about something so foundational about mm-hmm. being a child and having mm-hmm. things happen to you and you're kind of powerless mm-hmm. to change them that makes you intrinsically believe it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very strange. I read I read this interesting article on like um, how it's not your child's job to show empathy to you. Like it's your job as a parent to model empathy and grace and forgiveness and that's mm-hmm. how like you – that's how they learn Teach it. Teach humans to be empathetic humans, mm-hmm. but to just expect that your child's going to model grace or empathy mm-hmm. back to you is a is a misconception of other of parents, right? It's your mm-hmm. job as the adult to like model those things. Interesting. And I think about that sometimes. Like, I'm I'm not saying I wasn't modeled empathy or anything like that, but just how formative those years are, and right. how the adults around you unknowingly are like structuring this like schema for like how you're going to live your adult life. Oh, yeah. No pressure. No pressure. So being so, a yeah. parent is so fun. It is. I know. It is so fun. So fun and so hard. All right. So what is something that you hope to improve on in 2022? This could be personal. It could be professional. It could be both. I think like efficiencies and systems, mm-hmm. like I'm always trying to like figure out what works for me personally, whether that's personally or professionally, not necessarily what should work for me. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes what should work for me doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not the most efficient way of doing things for me personally. Right. So I think working on efficiencies, both work and home, maybe time management. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like I have a terrible time management. I, I am constantly doing things, but I'm constantly doing so many things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's like a bajillion things going on in my mind at one right, time. Just right. being able to like settle that down and focus on something sometimes can be a difficult task for me. I want to improve on like creating like sh- like stronger boundaries. And I think we've already started doing that. Like Courtney had a great idea of setting like office hours for our collective girls. So like that's just the time we know we're going to be ready. And it really helps me not derail my days, mm-hmm. like getting stuck in a conversation or whatever. And I just know I know when it's coming, I can be better prepared for it. And just being better about that. Like, I feel like every year we start out so good about, okay, we're going to have these meetings and we're going to do this. And then they just kind of fall to the wayside. And I think what it does is you're always playing catch up. So just creating like better, better boundaries in the office, but then also just with other people, with other professionals. I Mm -hmm. mean, saying no a little bit more, being more strategic with like my time and... Not accepting every coffee date. Right. Yeah. 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 But also, like, giving myself the space to be able to feed into somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, because I feel like the problem is, and it's what we love to do, like, we love mentoring people, we love helping and connecting people, we love all that stuff, but we've always said, like, oh, like, consulting will only take on big jobs because we don't have the time or the energy, and I'm, you know, and, like, that is true, but, like, it's because we don't have the time or energy because we don't have boundaries in Mm -hmm. other places, you know? Right. So. So you need to create some more efficiencies. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but it's, like, looking at our schedule next year. So we've already, like, kind of started talking about, like, when we're going to have office hours, when we're going to be recording because we have to come into Raleigh for it. And then we also are teaching in Raleigh. So, like, that takes a chunk of your time and your week. And so, like, trying to be really mindful of stacking things. So, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays are just full stack days. Mm -hmm. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday is just office days. And and keeping to that, like – Meaning if you want to get coffee, you need to get coffee at 9 a.m. on a Thursday when I'm already in Raleigh and I'm already traveling somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. What is something that you'd like to do more of or spend more time 
investing in throughout next year? What's something that you need more of for next year? Sleep. <laughs> I'd like to invest in my bed. Okay. I have uh, some gray sheets yeah. that Mikhail got me for my birthday. They're from Nordstrom's. They're like the Nordstrom brand mm. of sheets, mm-hmm. and they just are nicer and nicer every time you wash them. Oh, that's cool. I do feel like they're very nice to sleep on and promote mm. good sleep. Yeah. I Well, so last weekend, I was like trying to wrap my mind around Thanksgiving, and I was like counting all the plates I had. And so I like ordered a few of my extra china plates, which is super fun. The pink ones? Yeah, the pink oh, ones. Oh, you did? Because you oh, can fun. only get them on eBay yeah. or they have them on replacement sometimes. Yeah. But I found someone on eBay that had them and they Look said, you. Yeah, in time. And so I was like, I told Sam, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go out by myself. Or I said, he's like, oh, you can take a kid. I was like, no, no, I'm just going to go by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to go shopping and just go that's around Target. And I spent three hours by myself. And I realized I am never by myself. I am never by myself. Like even on my sacred Mondays, I used to have because Sam works from home now. Mm-hmm. And I love that too. Like we spend a lot of time together, which is great. Like I don't want to give that time away, but I would love to have more alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Like just to kind of reset and like recharge. And I don't know. Some of my good friends have done some solo traveling. Mm. Like Krista did like 10 days in, I think, Ireland Mm. by herself, which I thought was super interesting. And uh, Diana, who is an artist in Georgia that we grew up with, she just did two weeks in France, like Mm. at an artist residency. Mm. And like both of these women have three children. Right. And like obviously all of the things that come along with that and jobs and things that they do. And yet they were able to take this, and I'm always looking at it like in awe, like to take Mm -hmm. this chunk of like solo time. But I think it's so necessary. Yeah. I don't think I want to do that. I'm too much of an extrovert for that. I just need snippets. (laughs) (laughs) Like that last night. One of the there were kids are they're in this phase where they argue over everything, right? And so they were arguing about something, and I heard mom, and I was like, "Mom's not here." And Henry's like, "You just answer me." I was like, "I'm not here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not here. Figure it out. Like figure out whatever stupid fight you're having. Just figure it out." But I'm not here. Yeah, something that I like to do more of or spend more time investing in throughout the next year. Sometimes I feel like, especially with our industry, like our years are always just planned out in advance. Oh, it's like, what I am I going to do in 2023? What am I doing in 2024? Those are more open-ended I questions. Know. Sam's always like, he's like, how do you, He, uh, I always could amaze him because he'd be like, November 13th. I was like, oh yeah, that's um, Saturday. And he's like, how do, how do you know the day? Mm-hmm. I was like, because we literally have all these plans. And and my, at that time, it's because we had so many weddings. And, yeah. like, I knew, okay, well. There's a wedding on the 20th on Saturday that I'm working there for. The 13th has to be a Saturday right. or whatever. But Yeah. Some of my time's already going to be invested. But we are building a house mm-hmm. 2022. So I think that'll probably be a lot of where my time is spent getting that finished and furnished and all the things. All the things everybody transitioned over. I'll have a puppy. Oh yeah. <laughs> at this time. Because we are getting a dog the Monday after Thanksgiving, unbeknownst to my kids. So Mm -hmm. they're going to come home from school and just have a puppy. And I have held the line for, what, like eight years now about getting a dog. So I almost convinced Liam that he wasn't getting a dog. Surely. I think they are convinced that, like, are they really? Are we ever really going to get a dog? Mm -hmm. So be doing that. I want to spend a little more time uh, traveling some, Mm -hmm. like whether it be with speaking or just little jaunts here and there. Like I feel like for 2022, 
uh, I think it's important to be inspired, like get mm. some outside inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a little stagnant, you know? I know. I, I do feel that. And I think I feel that too. I feel that for our, our company. I yeah. Feel, I feel that for us. Yeah. I, I think that is a good point that I haven't really thought of until you said that, that it's because we're never like probably the most energized we really were was we came back from experience and it really wasn't because that Vegas was not that much of an experience. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But I think it's just being around other people and like mm-hmm. just talking to other like entrepreneurs. And this podcast has inspired a lot yeah. for me too. It's just it's been know. fun learning about other people's experiences yes. and yes. some of the similarities and differences and yeah. some of the aha things. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I know. But like it only makes me a stronger right. small business owner. Yep. So yeah, I think just getting like some inspiration. I mean, one of the best things, like best things for 2021 was when uh, our trip to St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't even long. It was just like a few days, but it was so fun. I know. And like so inspiring Mm -hmm. and it was relaxing and I felt recharged Mm -hmm. afterward and like just what I needed. Yeah. You know, I know. So kudos to you. I do feel that. I I, me and Sam were talking about that because we used, me and Sam used to to travel. We used to travel all the time. Like we used to just go and do something for a weekend and we haven't in so long, and and I don't know if it's just obviously pandemic, whatever. But I don't know if it's just the age of the kids too. It's hard to get away on a weekend yeah. now with sports and everything. But um, I do hope I'm gonna add that to mine. I do hope to do that more with Sam. Yeah, I think it's necessary. A little more like inspiration. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think also it helps you with you know making decisions and being in a creative field. You have to be fed creatively, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we neglect that. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to creating more like a retreat. I'm a hermit. Mm-hmm. Like I could stay home indefinitely. Um, and the longer I'm home, the harder it is for me to leave my house. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, I'm looking forward to like creating a retreat type space for myself and my family yeah. and myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it is nice. I yeah. felt, I mean, I felt that when we moved off the property. Yeah. Like, and my home is my refuge. I mean, like yeah. it is like where... I feel the happiest, the calmest, like mm-hmm. like nothing compares to it. Yeah. So what's one thing you hope is different by the end of next year? COVID? <laughs> I think that is the obvious answer. I don't know. I There's so many things I hope that are different by the end of next okay. year that aren't going to like actually happen that I hope for. Well, let's, let's uh, make this a microcosm. What is something you want to be different in your business and in your life <laughs> like that you can control? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that we have hired enough people in the collective okay. and trained them well that we that is becoming a better run enterprise. Okay. That's a good um, one. Yep. Personally, I, I don't know. I don't have a – I mean, I hope that as the kids get older, like, our relationship stays good. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's been – they're kind of at a fun age. Like, yeah, it's, they're fun. It's fun to see their personalities. It's like I was don't even begrudge like taking them on vacation. Like I don't feel like I need to get away from them. Yeah, you know, as I just said, I didn't want to deal with my kids fighting, but um, <laughs> not for long periods of time. <laughs> you know, short periods. But you know of what time. I mean? Like yeah. it, they are fun. Like it's it is kind of neat to see their kind of quirkiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that that doesn't change. Yeah. So they still like me, and I'm not like. Ada doesn't think I'm, like, the most terrible person in the world. Does she think you're the most terrible person in the world now? No. Oh. She, she gets... So she I'd gets, like to point out that you didn't even answer the question. That what, you, what do you hope is different? I know. I was just saying, I hope it's not different. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
That's why I said I hope it's not different. Okay. She gets really spicy at me sometimes, but you know. Yeah. That's just 11-year-olds, I think. I think it is. Mm -hmm. What do you hope is different by the end of next year? What do I hope is different by the end of next year? That I've actually moved. Yeah. (laughs) It would be so nice. I just want to snap my fingers and it'd be done, which is not going to happen. So there's that. Like kind of like just resettled Mm -hmm. in that space. Business-wise, I definitely echo the collective sentiment, but just a little more like another layer of separation Mm. in the way that we run things. So Mm -hmm. there's like maybe even another layer before it it hits the top, which would be Dana Mm -hmm. and I. So we can can keep pursuing what it is that it is that we want to pursue. Uh, I'm imagining that we're traveling more because we're speaking more. I mean, next year is kind of a big year. Like we'll we'll have taught our course by the end of next year Mm -hmm. and we'll see how that goes. I can only imagine like what doors that's going to open. I have no idea, but I'm Mm -hmm. super excited to be in that space again. Yeah. Uh, So I think at the end of next year, just being a little more energized Mm -hmm. for stepping into 2023 Mm -hmm. and having maybe a little bit more focus, but not control. I still want the river to flow and mm-hmm. I still want to be going where it's going, but yeah. just a little bit more focus as to what that looks like. Cause I think we've made decisions and we're going in directions. It still feels a little like murky. Like oh, the picture yeah. is not clear. Oh, no, not clear at all. And I've definitely walked into years where the picture was clearer. Oh yeah. No, I totally feel that. Yeah. All right. I love this question. I promise to do blank every month next year. I promise to vacuum out my car every day, every month. Every every day. No, You're already here, no, no, I promise to vacuum out my car every month next year. <laughs> I do as I do it pretty much now. That's good. That's that's yeah. a good goal. It's much different than past years. Very deep. I can tell you we're very deep here. Promise to do blank every month. I promise. Oh, are we supposed to go deep? I don't know. <laughs> you about to I don't know. Solid? You're all over the place. <laughs> I promise to do a an. Mikhail and I have these weekly, we call we call them our State of the Union Day on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like we just kind of like, here's the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Like this is what needs to happen. This is where we're at. Yeah, this we is like that. the stuff that we're trying to get done. Mm-hmm. Some are more productive than others. Um, but I think we need to have a State of the Union every month mm. for our business. Our business, like yeah. partnership, State mm-hmm. of the Union. Like this is where we're at. This is what's stressing me out. This is where the finances are, this is with things coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So everybody mm-hmm. just has a clear picture of where the other is at and what we're doing and what we're working on to hold each other accountable or to rebalance or whatever. And right. I think it would be super helpful. Even if it was just once a month, I think it'd be helpful. Yeah, I think so too. Because I think weekly is probably not realistic. That's not realistic. You don't even get your to-do list done from week to week. So you're just right. like, ditto, last week. Yeah. But monthly, I think, could definitely mm-hmm. be a thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it should be like, make it like a real enjoyable thing like we go out to breakfast or we go out to lunch and it's like Mm -hmm. something that you look forward to yeah it's a good one yeah you don't want to vacuum out your car every month (laughs) i want someone to vacuum out my car every month i don't know if i want it to be me yeah all right so very specific here very specific what are some of my three goals for next year three goals for next year and has to be one personal two professional professionally i think i want to Get more comfortable speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm fine. Like I get really nervous when we first start, and I get anxious leading up to it. And once I'm on the stage, I feel great. But I think giving myself a little bit more, being more confident walking up there, yeah, and 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 owning what I know, like owning it, and mm-hmm. not just trying to like justify it away or 
minimize, but like owning it. Sure. So that's good. Yeah. I think another good professional goal for me is to be more open to other people's ideas, critiques, whatever, kind of get out of the martyr mindset of like, I'm the only one that knows how to do it. Do you know what I mean? I know what you're saying, but I think you're like, be more open to almost like delegating. Yeah, and that, delegating is not that whatever because I, I can delegate. It's not delegating. It's it's when I feel like I have a hard time when I'm like taking on a task, and I'm trying to, um, I'm kind of leading it, and I'm, it's like my brainchild of mm-hmm. sorts. I have a harder time taking critique and ideas because I feel like, where have you been? Like I've been doing this. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like, like you haven't shown up because you didn't want to show up or whatever. It's just more because I've just started it, right? Yeah. Um, just being more open to hearing other ideas because I do feel like our ideas together are better than mm-hmm. they're just yours, mine, whatever, like when you combine them. Yeah. And just having an attitude adjustment about it, I guess, is probably the biggest thing. Like, yeah, I think sometimes you have a really strong feeling about how things should go yeah. that you don't communicate clearly about. Right. Yeah. So you're like, I'm not in your head. I have no idea. So I feel like oftentimes then on the back end you get – annoyed trying yes. to get somebody else up to speed. Yep. Even so I think it's more along the lines of like communication slash being open. I don't know. I mean, I don't like I can have a conversation with you and I can have the same conversation with Molly and Molly will be jiving it. Like she'll be like, I hey, got mm-hmm. it and do it. And, it. and I'm not communicating any differently. Yeah. It's just like it's it's maybe it's recognizing like like how people receive information is very different yeah. and being able to be better at tailoring that message yeah. to each specific person. Do you know what I mean? I agree. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So what's a personal goal? I hope to go on more dates with my husband. I mean, I think like we haven't gone on a date in forever. We haven't dated in forever. Like I yeah. just, I feel like, and it's good, but whenever we're out, we're like, we like really, really, really enjoy it. I'm like, oh, it's like so fun not being home with you. <laughs> That's nice. That's a good it's a good goal. Yeah. All right, specific goals. Two professional and one personal. Can I say getting into our house? <laughs> yeah. Is that a fine person? I feel like it's going to be the work of 2022 for me to get all of that done and then uh, it's not fun. I mean, you remember me moving? It was like Yeah, I know. Terrible. It's just I just like not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward to it, so <laughs> I'm going to get dragged into it. I mean, I think professionally, like, finding our, you know, our flow with teaching, mm-hmm. I think, is – I feel like that's important work for us to do. So I think yeah, that that's a, yeah, a great mm-hmm. goal and kind of to get back into that academic community, I think, mm-hmm. is an important goal. And work-wise, I don't know. I think for me, for 2022, I really want to figure out the infrastructure for our collective, like oh, how it's going to be yeah. – get it off the plate. Like, I just – We've tried different things and danced around things and threw things out and taken things back. But, like, I want to really, like, throw things out and not take them back. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, for real in 2022. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want – I, like, I love the office hours. I want to be, like, that support. But just as the – like, the mental part of it, I want to be able to mm-hmm. just find that right person and outsource it or train the right person mm-hmm. or and really just kind of mm-hmm. – 
have that structure and get those SOPs and things in place. Mm -hmm. Like this is how we structure it. So if we ever have to fill a different role, it's just Mm -hmm. hiring for that role and not reinventing a wheel. Cause I feel like for the collective, like we've reinvented it like 30, 11 times. Oh my gosh. How many times? You know, and I just want, I just need for that to be right. Done. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some things I think are, there's, there's big things that I feel like I don't even know how to get out of. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't even know how we're ever going to extricate ourselves from it. Yeah. But, you know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is something you're excited to say, like, goodbye to? I feel like, and not to be, like, super deep or personal, I always feel like every year I'm definitely learning more about myself and, like, how I act or don't act or why I do things or why I don't do things. So, like, some of the ways that I've acted that have been uh, like cowardly mm. or like fearing confrontation above all else mm-hmm. and like especially how that's worked out in our partnership because mm-hmm. I feel like we've had a tough year but we've also mm-hmm. had a really great year mm-hmm. and so I think just taking all of that and learning it and applying it to 2022 and mm-hmm. 2023 like I'm excited about it you mm-hmm. know yeah but definitely some of those kind of like internal like what makes you tick why would you act that way mm-hmm. like taking the time to sit back and reflect on mm-hmm. that and so you can make better decisions later in the future I think yeah yeah I want to say goodbye to the questioning of intentions like you mean between our partnership yeah like oh. where it's it's just understood yeah. like that you can get back to the place where you said this, you did this, and okay, you hurt my feelings, or I yeah. don't like it, but I never question the intention behind it. Yeah. Uh, like, and same mm-hmm. thing for me. Like, when I say something to you, or when I come into the office and I'm having a day, it's like your mind spins with all these things that you think is happening, and it's, you know, not. Yeah. So it's just like getting back to like understanding who we are on a deeper level yeah. to know that when conflict does arise and things do happen, that there's no question about, like, what we think about each other and what our intentions are overall. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, I think that'd be... Totally. And I I feel like it's on... We're on on that that path. path. Yes. But I definitely feel like it's really odd. The older I get, the more autonomy I feel Mm -hmm. even from like the different roles that I play like Mm -hmm. whether it's like wife mother business partner whatever but then at the same time the more entrenched I feel in our partnership Mm -hmm. like it's a very very odd feeling that the more myself I feel like the more of your energy I feel Mm. I don't know if that's genetic (laughs) don't know if that's woo-woo I really can't say but that's I feel like there's something very defining about me that can only be explained by Dana. Oh, that's, I think there's a lot of truth. Do you know in what that. I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, I totally think that. Like, he, uh, me, I never talk to Sam about anything and he'll, he'll say something and he'll make some comment about, like, about you or whatever. And I'm like, that's not Courtney. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. you know, and he's like, well, I just know, like, from, an, from like what I've seen or whatever. I was like, but it's so bizarre how, and I'm sure the same way is how we come across to people and someone makes like a snap judgment or makes a 
decision about who you are based on that mm-hmm. interaction. And you're just like, wow, you're like so far off. Yeah. <laughs> the base there. That's like totally not the case. Yeah. You know, and it makes me realize like how much I really, 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 really do know you very, very, very well. Yeah. Like better than probably anybody else. Yeah. Or to me, for me, it's like how much of like I feel your energy, mm-hmm. like how responsible, whether it's like my responsibility mm-hmm. or not my responsibility. Well, that's just sad. I feel for like how you feel. I do. I know because my energy has been so sad this year. Yeah. It's just been depressive. Yeah. 37 was a hard year for me, though. Like uh-huh. I have a lot of hope for you at 38. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's good. Yeah. I think it's like going to be building and we're just like yeah. going to hit a peak, <laughs> hit your stride. Like 37 was the year that. I had a bajillion hangovers, mm. not for over drinking, but like literally like my body chemistry changed mm. and like the way that I felt changed. And it was a really hard year for me. Mm. I also had a lot of hangovers that same year, <laughs> but I was 35. Yeah, that same year. <laughs> well, cheers to 2022. Yep. And we will be back in the new year. We are going to take these last two weeks off and we'll be back on the first Monday in January. Yep. Hope you guys are celebrating great with your family and friends for the holidays. Thanks, everyone, for gathering us today to talk about The Hustle. To learn more about our hustles, visit cndevents.com, anthemhousenc.com, thebradfordnc.com, and hustleandgather.com. Or follow us on Instagram at cndevents, at anthem.house, at thebradfordnc, and at hustleandgather. And if you like this show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. This podcast is a production of Earfluence. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. And we'll talk to you next time on Hustle and Gather.